Welcome to another installment of TED Talkin' on Talkin' BS. Today, we are joined by a mustachioed surprise guest. I hope you loved that one as much as Corey's face tells me that he loves it. We're, <laughs> we're joined by Winston, surprise, not Bishop. Me. Not Winston Bishop, but Winston Arnold is joining us today. Um, old Navy buddy of Corey's. We're happy to have him. Um, we're going to learn more about him later. So we're, we're just going to jump right into this episode. I want to title this one Love and Communism. Love and Rom Communism. Oh, I am happy to be here, by the way. Uh, uh, you guys, yes. I'm Go ahead. loving it. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I love you guys. So I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get into this. Very, very excited. You, nice. you, you hit us up a couple weeks ago and you picked randomly because we don't ever really when we set up the guests we don't know what the episode's going to be the ted the ted lasso episode's going to be so mm-hmm. you picked a great one this one was oh, best so one good so this, Probably best every so every good. Ep- hey every episode's been the best episode so far it feels like <laughs> every course. episode has just got this new oh it's so good but this one especially was just right right in the chest like i said love and rom communism here so as you know we kind of just walk through the episode scene by scene and we'll we'll throw out our favorite things um but anything you want to share anything before we get going you've been you've been what did you start this season did you start on this season or did you i started watching when you guys first recommended it on Ooh. your regular show um and i think season one was already done by then so i but i so i watched i binge watched all of season one and then was like i need more yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And it's killing me because I can't, I can't, I have to wait a week by week now. But, <laughs> Thank you. <yeah. laughs> hey, uh, I've already complained about this and I agree with yeah, It's tough, but it makes the anticipation makes it so much better. Does it make, does it make yeah. it any easier? And not I a single Does it make me no, want to accept it? And not a I'm single not episode has let us down. They have not let us down so once true. yet this season. So, no. So um, I just want to, I have a, I mean, I have like a recap on stuff that I've, that I've kind of written down about past episodes and the rest of the, yeah, do, of course, let's you know, go you, that, let's go into that first. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, of course you have, you have Ted Lasso, right? You know, he is that big personality of, of positivity, but people, people don't talk about coach beard enough. Like he is there every time, right? <laughs> he, he's there every time, you know, you know, Ted will, Ted will say, well, hey, what's this, what's this? And Coach Peters immediately there for him. Uh, and so I, I actually wrote this down because I thought of it one night, maybe after a couple of drinks, but it was like, uh, sometimes you got to be like the beard to the lasso. So you got to beard the lasso. Hey, all right, <laughs> so, all right. I can dig um, that. I can dig it. So my other thing is, um, and I, I kind of realized this watching is that uh, Higgins and Keeley are like opposite personalities, which is actually the best thing that Rebecca needs. Right, she needs both sides of that coin in her life. Do you think it's oh. almost like an angel and devil? But like you know, the devil's you know sexy devil. So and I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about Higgins, obviously. Higgy uh, so. <laughs> Smalls. I mean, but so, that's actually that's pretty good. I didn't think about that. That's so yeah, good. no, they have they have opposite personalities, and it works great for Rebecca. It's how she's growing as a character more and more every week. So, dude, that is a great analysis right there. Ah, that's pretty you. solid. Uh-huh. Before we get jumping into this episode, since you wanted to bring up a couple of the past things, yeah. I have asked this question of each yes. of our past guests. He's ready. Top five. He's ready. Let's see what you got. Oh, I'm, you got I'm ready. I got them written down. I got them written down. Give them to me, baby. And I'm going like to go. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go one to five. So one being the best, right? Obviously, Ted Lasso, right? He is, right. you know, title character. And he's it's Jason Sudeikis playing an amazing role. Yes. So Ted Lasso. Um, because of what I said about Coach Beard, He's my second favorite. Number right. two, Beard coming now, high. High in the right? like So that. now I don't think anybody has said this character in their top five yet. I may be wrong, but my third is Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas, oh, okay. Danny yes. Rojas. Danny Rojas. Life. So with, with a show being as positive-centric as it is, right, Danny Rojas does that, all right? Football is life. No, no, no. Danny Rojas is life. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to another level, baby. I like that. Good call. Good call. All right. Number four is Roy. I just, I, he is everything that, you know, I, he's just everything. He's all over the place and I love it. Um, and number five, another one I don't think that has been mentioned in, a, in somebody's top five is Higgins, right? Higgins. He is nice. He is a loving guy that is just the giver of the show and he you know he's given up his office he gave up his home basically to to everybody in the christmas episode he's i mean he's just like that guy it's like and and he's got a solid marriage you know like 
he's he's very much a guy you want to look up to dude so, that's my top five i've i've watched that's this show solid. i've watched every episode numerous times we talk about it all the time and that that was some analysis that i didn't even i hadn't even thought about those things on that level this was that was great I, I mean, um, I love this show. So yes. I'm, Listen, I'm already, all you're doing now is setting the bar really yeah. high. So you better <laughs> yeah. not disappoint as we keep going. You can't oh, disappoint us as we keep going. Hopefully right. I don't. All right. So uh, the ep- this episode was titled Rainbow, which we had a little bit of a, a thought last week, and we were way off. I'm going to be honest. We were, well, we, weren't, was definitely, way, we weren't way off. We were off. on a lot of things, hey, but we're gonna we get were there. wrong on this. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say, you guys, were, you guys were wizards on your call-outs, everything except for Rainbow. <laughs> everything. Which was like the biggest, like that was the biggest one. I was like, oh, I got it. I this think, is it, exactly, I, I think it, it made logical sense to go there. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen that way. So we start off the episode with Nate. He's in a restaurant. He's going to try to get a table for his parents anniversary. I think it was or birthday dinner, wedding anniversary. anniversary. There you go. And, uh, Jade, Jade, uh, yeah, she, what did he say? What was that joke? I didn't hear what he said. That's the, that's the thing for the 35th wedding anniversary. You know how it's like, there's the, the five years is something, 10 years is something, 35 is Jade. He's Jade. And she's like, how do you know my name? <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I thought that was a lot. That was really funny. Well, I, kind of a non-scene. It does kind of set the stage for what's coming later and kind of what's been happening this whole season. Poor Nate getting, kind of getting run over there a little bit. It was weird. It has been happening the last couple episodes. But the first couple episodes was all Nate the Great, the Attitude, yeah. the King of the Jungle. You know, he even jokes in this episode when he's back with the team that he's a big dog, right? So it's it's kind of weird to see. It's it, almost like two different two different lifestyles, right? It's like when, he's when he's with the team, it. he's got this confidence. Yes, he, he, or he's faking it. One yeah. or the other. I don't know. Yes, I don't know. And then when he's away, he's back to you know the Tim and Nate that we all knew through season one. Well, but, it's it's two. You got to realize like that's him dealing with a stranger, right? It's dealing with somebody he doesn't know personally, right? So I think he has the confidence when he's with somebody he already knows and can have the confidence. But when he deals with a stranger, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, I don't know what to do with my hands. That's fantastic. So, kind of a kind of just a set in the stage um, scene. But then we clip up to the TV in the bar, and Roy is on there talking about just the the things that are going on. What is that coach's name, Winston? Do you know? I can't remember. Oh, the, the coach from, um, from the first episode. From AMC, the first episode, yeah, the the coach that uh, Ted took over for it doesn't matter. I can't remember yeah. what his name Call him is. Greg. Greg's a good one. Greg. So, Greg. He so, does look like a Greg. The, these this show does a great job of of dealing with social issues in a way that's kind of playful and and kind of lighthearted. But it really kind of sometimes they come out pretty explicitly. So you've got this old coach who literally says, "AFC Richmond is like a uh, a woman behind the wheel, completely lost." <laughs> Which is like okay, we can't say that. And then even the guy is like apologies for the for the for the language or whatever. And then Roy comes right back at him with wow. with a didn't you uh, didn't you get busted for drunk driving? No. Interesting oh, thing. He called it drink driving. Actually, I think he did say drink driving. And I guess so. That, I don't know if that's a British thing. That or may not, be a British uh, British thing. <laughs> And then he, he said, that was my medication. And he's like, was that the same medication that made you piss your pants, dude? Perfect. <laughs> just coming so right perfect. I, I wish, you know, honestly, if they did a spinoff of just soccer sports news or whatever that is, and it was just 30 minutes it. of them talking, I would watch that as well. I would watch, I would watch Roy Kent on that. <laughs> just Roy and Roy tearing up that old coach I would, I would live for. I could see them doing a lot of shorts with that, like coming shorts. down the road. I could, I could, yes. I could see that. That would oh, yes. be, that would be money. Oh, yeah. That would be money. I, I just want to say this episode is really great because there are multiple story arcs that are happening in this one episode too. So yeah. we're going to jump around a lot, I think, then just discussing all of this. Speaking of jumping yeah. around, we uh, we end up on the pitch um, in a uh, a pretty bad a loss, I'm assuming. And Corey had Corey noticed something that I did not notice. I 100 percent like. We had game footage for like the first time all season to start, True. which I thought was like, oh, we're, we're in a game. We're actually getting to see something. And then all of a sudden it cuts to some film. And I was like, all right, well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we're not going to get uh, as much as we thought. And we kept going with it, right? And got to get, got to get the film and the good everything. Uh, and then, you know, you got Van's rom communism quote that he's already, uh, he's already alluded to the joke there that definitely came oh out gosh. from Ted. It was, there was a- beautiful. There was a Coach Beard groan when he said that, too, if you noticed. Even Coach <laughs> yeah, Beard groaned at it. 
but I believe in com- Dude, I believe in go. communism. Rom communism. Um, and but, the, the, but Corey, but the, what, what did you naming notice? all of those people? What did I notice? I don't remember. What, what did I notice from the gameplay footage? Oh, all right. Actually, I didn't notice this on the on the footage. I noticed this at the very end, and it could have been on the footage. I just kind of missed it, but I paid attention to it later. So if we go back a couple episodes, right, and look at the Dubai Air debacle with the, the tape across the chest, Dubai Air is no longer on those uniforms. Do you know who oh, is? Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice it either. So they took banter. It banter is no, it's the not. lead sponsor. Is it really? Yes, it is. No, I have to go back is. and watch Dude, it now just to see. One hundred percent banter. Promise you. Oh my gosh. Promise you. Because I made a point to look so at we it when I was that watching it well. again this afternoon. We did talk we did about call that, that as well. But it, it could have been that could have been a big story, and it's just I guess they just wove it into the the plot or and just into the episode like that. That's we pretty cool. To see how close we were paying attention. You brought that up, was. and I was like, "Dang, I didn't even notice that." But that's what a subtle little like tie off, like a close out. I mean, they may be done with that topic now. I, yeah. I thought we were gonna like that was gonna be a big thing, and it may have just been like a one one and done closed loop thing. Every but, episode seems to just have its own. Thing, yeah, right. They do they do tie ins, but it's its own thing. So you you brought up the the film room, okay? And we talked about rom communism. All of a sudden, there is a spree of rom-com quotes and references that just last for the rest of the, the episode, which we'll touch on some as they come up. But what did you think about when they're starting to name off all the actresses and actors like Matthew McConaughey, the three Kates? Oh, right, oh, right. <laughs> the, the, the three, three Kates is good. The three Kates. And then somebody says Kate Blanchett and, he, and Coach Beard, without even pausing, goes, different spelling. I had to look it up. It's, it's C-A-T-E. He said, different spelling. <laughs> Just <laughs> and, and this has been a point that's been made a lot because I guess in the first season there was a lot of like theater and like, um, I, I guess, yeah, like Broadway plays, like Broadway play references uh, made by like all the players. And I know it was a popular thing to point out the fact that like all of these like strong men and like football players are like have this soft side of they know all of the uh the <laughs> the references all the references favorite one had to have been uh, wasn't even was they he didn't even speak all right if you if you watch it and the renee zillwinger com- thing comes up for bridget jones diary and and then he says oh she has a pitch perfect accent and all this kind of stuff you just see jamie in the background just like giving snaps He's in the background, giving, and I lost it when I saw. It. I was like, "Dude, Jamie!" Because the, oh, her, man, physical so under, her physical comedy is under her physical comedy is under underrated. And he's like, "Yes, <laughs> dude, I was losing dude. it. I was losing it. Oh my it. gosh!" And then and then Ted, Ted does his whole thing, and then uh, Danny Rojas goes Jennifer Lopez, and he's like, "You know what? That is a good call, and not a beat too late." <laughs> Again, I also there's wanna, your boy, Winston. There's your boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's my boy right there. I also want to point out the indoor whistle that he gives me. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That was so fast. He's like, no, 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 Nate, I gave you an indoor whistle. <laughs> oh, that was the best part, he tries to blow it a he, second time. <laughs> Dude, and that, again, like you watch it, it's so much for your brain to take in the first time. You can't look away. There's no looking away from the show. It's so fast. I thought The Office was fast. This is like... Boom, 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 boom. Like it is just everything crushing. And it's and it's always got like usually a reference, right? There's usually always some sort of reference to it that if you don't kind of have a clue, if you're not dialed in, it's gonna sail right over your head. And even when you are, I mean, you guys have already pointed some stuff out that I've missed. I, and I'm sure like in some of these other episodes, it's just like where was that at? So it's oh, crazy. Coach Beard and Nate and Ted walk into the office and enter my favorite quote of the episode. Doc Doc walks in and says, "How's Isaac doing?" He goes, "He's he's not good right now. He's a wigwam and a teepee." And he looks at she looks at Coach Beard and says, "What's that?" Two tents. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Two tents. See, I actually understood. I've heard that joke before. I actually understood it when he said it. Really? And it's I, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had not it's, heard that one before, and it really, it, my mind, expl- my brain he, blew up. Um, yeah, I, I used to use a variation of that one. That used to be, man, this is a, this is like a, like a TP. Right? Like, what do you mean? It's, it, it's intense. It's and intense. Like, I, and I, you know, I'd kind of intense <laughs> yeah. instead of like he's yes. too tense. So like they, it was a version of it, but it was, it was that's yeah. good. Uh, so yeah, I will. I also want to point out, Ted still doesn't trust the doc. Like, oh, he is untrusting of the doc. No, he's still, like, everything the doc has done, he still doesn't trust because he's like, oh, no, we got it. We know what we're going to do. And then comes back with, (laughs) 
Oh, I haven't got a clue. Well, <laughs> I would go tell him to talk to himself, but then we'd be messing with that. What's that thing called? And then Nate goes, the dark Space arts? <laughs> then Nate goes, the dark arts? <laughs> oh, my but God. But then Coach oh, man, Beard, like I was saying earlier, Beard in the lasso, yes. he comes in with the space-time continuum. He did. He has. Yep, that's it. Um, and then enter more strife. Nate, he, he says, we need to go. We need to send a big dog. And Nate says, I'll do it. And in, in, in a totally unashamed Ver, like in Ted's own way, he's he's like, oh, you're serious, and he, I love how he says, shoot, busted. <laughs> he, he like verbalized the fact that he was really not Uh-oh. nice in that moment, uh, but then he then he leans right back into it, and he's like, no, no, we're gonna go get somebody else. Yeah. So poor Nate gets that's that's strike strike two, not strike two, but mm-hmm. that's the second thing that happens to Nate in this episode. Um, right after that, he gets hit with a third. Yes. Right after that. The Nespresso machines. Mm-hmm. So right after that. Yeah. Rebecca oh, yeah. Rebecca and Keely meet in the hallway and she's giving out espresso machines as like some partnership. And uh yeah, Nate Nate gets gets hit on the head again. No, these are just for players. Over three. Yikes. <clears throat> uh there were some funny little clips there though when Colin grabs his and she's like you know, everybody make a post about this. Colin, um, can you make this one not about Welsh independence? And he like pauses and he goes, Yeah. I thought that one was doing a hell of a job. Who was it that called? You know, we we I think we talked about it last week, right? Where you know we could see the Ted and Rebecca running off into the sunset, and then maybe Keely stepping in as an owner, right? Or was that something I talked to my brother about? That might be what I talked to Cody about. That's a brand new idea on here. Saying that, so let me give Cody some credit there. That was Cody B. B. I think me and him were, were talking about that. But yeah, he's like, you know, I could see that happen, and then running off, and then Keely stepping in because she, she, she's building an empire hey, that, over there with some marketing stuff. Pretty interesting. I like that. Um, another great quote that came out of that one was Keely's just going off the cuff, and she's like, "Banter, a place where minds can come to undress." <laughs> and then she says, "Was that Actually, a, I'm going to use that? Was that a quote? Was that a quote from Sex in the City?" She just said, "No, but thank you." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, here you go, Winston, your boy, Danny Rojas. He is now officially your boy. Uh, my mm. mother says that I was born, born caffeinated. <laughs> I don't drink coffee because my mother says I was born caffeinated, which he very much seems yep. in, like that for sure. And then once again, no coffee for Nate. And he, and he poor Nate under his breath with the whole, what did he say? He was like, I don't even like free coffee. It doesn't taste as good yep. or something. He just like makes an <laughs> yep. excuse for, uh, they're definitely but, setting the stage for, yeah. Nate's going to, yeah. But okay. So here's the other thing that happens in that scene. That we did call. Ted and Rebecca start on the banter. Which they're they're the, sitting there. So they don't the they banter. don't say it. It's not confirmed yet. there, they but don't. he he uh, the banter person quotes some poet or something. Is that is that what happened? Rilke? Yeah, Rilke? A, is that a yeah. well? I, I did you guys that. did you guys notice when when you actually see her typing on her phone? I think it's in the next scene or wait, but did you notice the name that she was typing to? No. It was LDN152. So I was trying to figure that out. I have, I was, there's got to be something other than London, because like, that's too, like, I don't know. Oh, maybe. But that's, that we was could, the we, username I, that of whoever she a, was talking that, to. If this really opens up that storyline, then it, they'll talk about that, I feel like. Because this show, that, you know there's nothing, there's nothing. What's up? His, his, his address or something? Nah, I know what it is. London makes sense. LDN makes sense. You know what else makes sense? He's Aladdin. He's invested. Boom. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> He's invested. He's a lad. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. I'll oh. see myself out. Uh, good with that. Corey, we'll see you for the uh, we'll see you for on Tuesday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Um, all right. So, and then, you, yeah. again, man, your, your, an, your analysis of Higgins was great because he's the giver. But here comes mm. uh, Rebecca and Higgins. Um She's sitting there texting. Yeah, Corey's going to be on that one for a little while. Now, there's a little... <laughs> that was the Higgins fire laughing. Yeah. I thought I got 15-year-old kids. Oh, oh yeah, oh, we're, we're there. Um, Rebe- Rebe- Rebecca's texting. Higgins walks in, and she says, uh, do you see what was on my screens? He's like, no, I don't look at screens anymore. I, u- I have 15-year-old boys. I used to. And then, like, his face is just mortified. <laughs> I don't look oh, at screens man, anymore. Great. Um, there's a little joke in there about AFC Wrexham, which I don't know if you guys knew this. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney became like major owners or part owners. Yeah, I guess so. 
and it was like big news because it was like, are is this the next wave of like LA movie star investments is like buying up sports teams and like you know or soccer clubs or whatnot? Um, they both responded on Twitter to this episode. They they hey, put together like, letter. a fake cease and desist letter that was like, you can't be using our name, and it was it was all tongue in cheek. It was very funny as Ryan Reynolds is. Um, but I, th- I love that little reference in there. That was pretty funny. Makes it real, you know, like it ties it in. It makes it real. Yeah. yeah it feels so close to real life. And we're going to get there in just a second, but all right. So Higgins wife's ringtone shows up and enter rainbow. The name of the episode is rainbow. And, uh, the ringtone on his phone is she's a rainbow by the Rolling Stones. And so your Higgins is offering up advice. He's giving love advice. We'll, we'll I mean, I'll, here's what I'm here's what I have to say about it, right? Because like, you know, you know, it's a dating app still, right? But um, you know, and she's she's wanting to know like her brand or whatever, and he's basically just like, you know, be yourself. But and it's you know, people have stigmas about dating apps and all that, but it's like you get what you want out of a dating app, you know? Yeah. Um, Van. So, you know, that's like like Tinder these days. You know, people use Tinder and and people are use it for whatever they want to get out of it. Uh, so. a, a wife. Shout out, Kimberly. No, for shout outs. Yep. Um, uh, shout hey, you better, better make some dinner. There better get go. some dinner out of this or something. Winston's, <laughs> Winston's on the Tinder game, too. Um, yeah, my girlfriend, me, me and her met on Tinder. Yep. So, so enter uh, Nate and Keeley now. Nate comes to Keeley and he's like awkwardly walking by the office and he's looking for some advice. This might have been the quote of the episode for me. I know I've already said that once, but this one was also really good. Cause it's like kind of, it's a very circular thinking, but Keely tells Nate, you know, you don't want to be famous or whatever. She's like, you are who you are because of who you are. And it's like, it sounds circular, but it, it makes sense. Like just be you. Um, mm-hmm. all right. So here comes, you're right. There's a ton of plot lines going on, but we end up it's- at the, uh, at the shop here and Ted walks in on Roy. Um, and Sashio was surprised that would anger me. <laughs> a mustachioed surprise. He was expecting Wario, or who was it? His aunt or something? His, aunt, his great aunt. aunt Nina. <laughs> his aunt Nina or something, yeah. Right, By the he, way. Said his great aunt, he said his great aunt, and then Ted yeah, made the yeah. comment, uh, oh, well, I don't know what makes you so great, but, you know, whatever, something like that. <laughs> Winston, <laughs> speaking of mustaches, you have a pretty magnificent mustache I'm, going on I'm here. literally, I didn't realize like I was doing it, but I was, moder- I was trying to model my look after it, Ted. It was, was so. just... Exuding I'll say, lasso. listen, that is way better than the deployment, like, five hairs oh. that you can grow on that upper lip. It's come oh, a long way so from bad. ten years ago. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad back then. a long, long way. I had to work on it. I did. Ugh. Miracle grow. Just kind of rub that in. Ted's mustache is the thing of legend. We it, talked it, about it that already. It's got its own Twitter account. Doesn't it have it's, it's got its own, own Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. talked about that. It's pretty fantastic. So, all right, so just from the very beginning, and I'm going to say it, and I'll believe it, it's fine, but when Ted sits down and he said, I want you to come join the team as a coach, and he says, F- off. <laughs> just his use of the word is great. It's Absolutely. great. <laughs> he said he likes what, doing what he's doing. People tweet about him. That's it. That, that's happiness. He's, yep. li- he's lying to well, himself. And, and, then, and then there's a, so he says, they, they, they tweet about me in GIFs and Coach, uh, Coach Lasso, you know, he's like, some well, some people play a GIF. That's not the first time that's yes. come up either. Yeah, I, I picked up on that as well. It was he keeps Higgins. having correct people. It was Higgins and Rebecca in season one, though. Yep. When, yeah. And he was like, I think some people prefer to call it GIF. <laughs> Freaking Higgins. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I will say one of my favorite quotes did come out of that. That one that literally I was, I, I crackle laughed yes. out loud in bed. I know ah, where you're going. When he... When he just get well, hey, to quote Dwizzy, the best I ever had. Best and I ever I kept had. Go, I was like, yes. dude, I lo- I lost it. To quote Drizzy, best I ever had. I, I, I'm, I'm using that, dude. I'm using that. I, I'm take stealing it. it. Take it's my it new and mantra. Run with it. Yeah. it is. I, it is hilarious. Absolutely. And then uh, Ted leaves. Oh, that, their whole religion thing when they were in there too. He's like, this is where I. It's kind of my <laughs> kind of my religion thing. And he and he throws down some money and he's like, here for the, uh, <laughs> for, the collection plate. for the collection plate. Collection plate. And then he does. The- <laughs> He does the cross. It's such a small, like such a small window of time. That scene's probably three minutes long or two and a half minutes, and so much goes on. Phenomenal. And it's just like my, yeah. your brain all, honestly can't comprehend it. People like this don't Is exist in f- real life. I'm sorry, we're gonna cut off for a second. No. Do people like this exist? Can you be that fast? It's just amazing writing. It's got to be. You can in moments, in not mo- continually. Yeah. 
I mean, not continuing. Yeah. There's no way. Your brain. Power. I know that I've been able to do stuff like that, you know. But like, yeah, no, it's that's very, very small increments of time of which I can actually. Yeah. Your brain power has got to be going. I mean, to 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 process what someone else says, get that information, and pull out a random reference like that. Oh, it's crazy. Well, just that too, and even even just watching the show and keeping up with it is almost impossible. That's, like it, it takes multiple watchings. Well, it does to to really get everything that's going on. We Corey and I were talking about this before you hopped on. Um, we were talking that Friday nights, the Friday night watch is like for fun, but th- it's for fun. And then you have to go back that second time for these conversations. Cause I, I realized like our first, our episode one and two, it was pretty surface. And I was like, man, I, I really, I kind of, kind of pay attention. And then now I'm like dissecting every line. <laughs> Chime, baby. Chime. Um, all right. So I will we'll- also say to that point though, real quick, before we head down to the next one, I have noticed, and Van, obviously you're involved in all these group chats, too, and you're the king of the group chat. I hate group chats. So oh, if anyone bad. who wants to put me in a group chat, I'll punch you in the face. I hate group chats. Don't put me in, don't put me in group chats. Yeah. Van puts me in 18 group chats a week, but that's more <laughs> so for the pod anyway. Mm. So I'm fine with those. Those, those are, are small. Allowed. That's like three, three people. Those are, those are small. But, I, ha- I mean, have you noticed, and I started getting hit up on every Friday night, people start hitting us up. Hey man, what'd you think? Hey, how'd you like this? Hey, what'd you think about this? Oh, this yes. is what I think is gonna happen. Yes, this is, and that obviously messed with my head because I started thinking my brother kind of got it. Yes, there. but it was—it's just really because we had probably four or five different people reach out to us. Like, yes. oh hey man, you guys called X, Y, and Z. Yes, uh, it was. It, I love it. I, that I, I will say that's like tweeting to me since I don't have the Twitter sphere. Uh, that's that's kind of like yeah. my, my Twitter. It makes me feel special. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for making yeah. me feel special. Speaking of feeling special, <laughs> uh, we go back to Rebecca, Nate, and Keely hanging out, and they're trying to teach Nate how to be assertive. And uh, in one of what I thought was one of the coolest, funniest scenes ever, we see the owner uh, of this football club, Rebecca, get big, as big as she can. It was arms, impressive. Arms up, and then just, ah. It was uh, scary, awesome, amazing, all of the above. It was great, and to think that this oh, is the, the woman from Game of Thrones who was, you know, who was yelling shame. It actually that I, I I had some you know residual effects of that that were kind of scary for me. But um, all right, so then we cut back to Roy, Isaac, and Ted. Ted is walking up. They're in the dark. They're walking somewhere. Him and Isaac are walking, and they're supposed to meet Roy. Did you guys find it hysterical that when he texts Roy, his face just lights up and they both get scared? <laughs> They're like, yeah. wow. And so, and that's that where the second hysterical. pun joke, that's where the second pun joke comes in. The one that I actually use all yeah. the time. What, what do you it? get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino. <laughs> Elephino. That's a good one. Yeah. So <laughs> we I use it all the time. Times. I remember those. Yeah. I remember those. All right. Hey, not to steer us off here, but that's kind of what I do. Something that somebody just said made me start thinking. All right. LDN, I'm still on this. LDN152 at his screen name. Okay. So here's what I was, it just popped in my head. What was his apartment number, right? What's his apartment number? Maybe uh. that's it. And so I looked it up. It's not his apartment number. But <laughs> what it is, what it is, and I have to give credit, there it, it is a full Reddit on it now. Of course there but is. But it's a reference to You've Got Mail. All right. No. Tom Hanks' character in You Got Mail is NY152. So it is London. One five, five two. two. Meg Ryan is oh. a shop girl, and so Rebecca is boss girl. No, my god! Boom! Thank you, Reddit. I was about to say I figured it out, but you know what? I did figure it out. I have a podcast. You don't Reddit. I win. I figured it out. It's a callback to you've got mail, dude. Oh, it makes me. Happy. I just want to say I'm the one that I'm the one that saw it. I you did. It out. You did. Right? So, so I did have to work there. Credit, credit where credits due. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, and and so the the show really awesome. starts speeding up kind of after this scene, but Isaac kind of finds his love of the game again. I as someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mackle do do. He finally has fun. Like he, he he's I don't think we've fun. seen him have fun in any in any episode ever. 
and he finally is out there. He's smiling. He's you know, <laughs> doing the lo- doing the celebrations. You know, shining the shoe and all that. Yes, like he's he's actually turned into you know that. So when so. Ted, when Ted first gets out there with him, and he's like, okay, what can I do? And he's like, nothing. And he's like, can I at least, at least keep score with my hands? He's like, fine. He goes, it is zero to zero, <laughs> nil nil. It is nil to nil. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do see him? There was a thing. He's like, I know. Four. He keeps holding up the fingers the whole time. All right, so one of the funniest one of the funniest quotes comes out of this when Isaac comes over he gives him the speech and he leaves and Roy goes how was that he said too many and he goes you know I think it's like the the, the movie showgirls nipples nipples and showgirls at some point you just look past him and you dive into the narrative or whatever he he says he gets I actually wrote this one down you're sucked into the narrative Dude, the references. Oh my On, god! Uh, honestly, uh, honestly, I'm the same way. With when when Roy starts talking and he's using all those, you know, all the f words and stuff like that, it's like I, I honestly I don't hear him anymore. And it's I mean I'm gonna partly True. say I think partly about- because I was in the Navy and that's all we heard anyway. But uh, partly True. because yeah, you do. You just get sucked into the narrative. So. So uh, same deal. He says it, and sometimes they have more effect than others. But in that particular sense, it's just it's just part of the that flow. Part of the flow. I mean, all three of us played sports, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's honestly that that's coaching to a degree. Yes. Like that. Oh yeah. You know, whether you like it or not, that that is what it is. I think every coach I had from T-ball started cussing me, and my dad was my coach half the time. So. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, rom communism is obviously a common theme, but when Ted starts dropping all of the rom-com quotes on, on uh, Roy there, what did you guys think about that? Oh, that's so good. 100%, 100% what I was going to do. This is 100%. I didn't do it, but I was going to write down each line, and then I was going to quiz y'all and say, all right, hey, uh, which rom-com is it from? Winston did but it. But I don't know them Anywhere close to enough to I, even have tried I to reco- write it down and then reference. I re- exactly. I recognized I all of them, but I did not know oh, what movie they were from. I so you got I, same way. I recognized all of them. I wrote them all down, but I didn't know which movies. So I looked them up. So I okay, have them all. Let's go. I have them all written down. Give us the give us the quote and let's see. Okay, here, let's quiz us. Quiz us. Quiz. Let's see if we can. Yeah, okay, here we go. So the one. When you when you find the person or you you find the coach you want to you know coach with the rest of your life you want to start the rest of your life to start ASAP, right? That's the quote in the show. The actual quote I think goes along the lines of when you find the person you want to be with be for the rest right. of your life. You guys, all right? Do you guys know that? One? I uh, heard it. I couldn't tell you. That. Uh, hold on. I I'm just gonna throw out like uh, ten things I hate about you. Oof, nope. So when Harry met Sally. Oh yeah, definitely oh. would have gotten that one. All right, I next. think I've seen that one like once. All right, next one. Complete our team. You complete our team. So you complete me, basically. You complete, you complete me. me. Oh, no. Oh, that's e. Jerry Maguire, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It is yes, Jerry it Maguire. Is Jerry Maguire. Oh, Tom good Cruise. call. Look at you. Tom, I pulled that Look one out, and you. I honestly did not know that until right now in this moment, because I just, that oh, was my God. Nice. It happened so fast. Good call. Good one. Okay, next one. Um, uh, I'm just a coach standing in front of a boy, blah, 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 yes. right? Which is, I'm, I'm, just, just, a I'm just a boy standing, standing in front of a girl. girl. Yeah. Or it's a girl standing in front of a guy, maybe? I don't <sighs> when Harry met Sally? <laughs> no, no, not when no, Harry met that one. Uh, um, that's, no, uh, you've got mail. Is it you've got mail? Nope. Go ahead. Is tell it, us. All right. I got uh, it's Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Okay, well, I would not have gotten yeah. that one. Now, <laughs> I, I know that line. Corey, the last one, you got to know the last one. When he tells him to, uh, off you again and he says as you wish you have to know this one as you wish as you wish Nothing. come on i didn't have to look this one up this one didn't click for me princess bride princess bride man. oh yes <laughs> well because it's not oh. in the context but doesn't that just That's... hit you on your soul when yeah like, he tells him to off and then he goes <laughs> as you wish and it's just like god it's rom-com <laughs> Oh, that's good. All right, uh, I feel bad. That one, that one I should have got. All right, I've so, already missed all of these. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the restaurant scene when he's trying to make himself big in the bathroom or whatever, I noticed that, and this is maybe just me looking into it too much, but I noticed that it didn't really work for him. And that's what I was trying to get to when I said earlier about um, Rebecca saying, you know, you can do whatever you want. This is just what, what works for me. It didn't, I don't think it worked for him, and that's why he Not spit on the mirror. Yes, I, I right? picked up on that as well. That was so. Did, you, you know what he looked like to me? You remember those? Like when he got big, he looked like the one of the cats, and they're like, "Hang in there." 
like kind of like that's what he looked like to me. <laughs> he just reaching straight to he looked like a little cat hanging on the, the side of the poster saying, just hang in there. And he was like, like, what I thought, like this is stu- so- this is stupid. And then he spits at the mirror, which of course Kimberly was like, ooh, gross. And I was like, get after it, Nate. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, and here's my question, right? Because he did it at the mirror, is that oh. like him spitting on himself? Oh, actually, wow, that is a pretty that's Deep. pretty, yeah. I guess so. I guess it's him being like, hey, be assertive. Like, let's go. Don't be a worthless POS. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. So I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, eh. but it works. It worked. It for worked him. for him. And then he tried to get her number and she shut him down. So <laughs> I'm picky. That was sad. <laughs> yeah, me too. So am I. <laughs> Obviously, this, this episode's about love. Rom-com is the comedy aspect of it, but it's literally romance and comedy. That's what this is. We go to yep. the stadium and all of a sudden, in a scene that totally threw me off and I, I was like literally sitting back in my chair like what the hell is going on we break the fourth wall yes and two non-characters just start talking to us about love this so older, older it's gentle just couple pure, it's just a it's just pure, pure rom-com like that's all it is I, mean, I know the, but style, right? we've never had a that's character turn to... towards the camera and talk to us so I have two things written down it's fourth yeah. wall break question mark reference question mark like, is that referencing something is. that I don't know? I think oh, it is. And I, I, is there I, I a fourth wall break that's, that's, a, that's in a romantic comedy? Yeah. I mean, they, they referenced it's, the Titanic thing, which I thought was hysterical because was they, said they said their whole how they met story was stolen by the people that wrote the Titanic, and they've been in litigation ever since. <laughs> Together. <laughs> together but it's just that was just a funny little way of doing it but we need to if anybody is listening to this and they know that let us know because it from a stylistic show perspective it just came out of nowhere you know i need to know i need to know if that's a reference i just i just got a text from katie who said that she would is she can i don't have any office doors right now because we took them all down yeah so i just told her to waddle on in here with her pregnant self and tell me what this fourth wall is and she's not coming so she's obviously a liar all right. Okay. Let's continue. Too so um, another another <laughs> thing, obviously, as they're scanning around the stadium, you notice it's a very diverse stadium, a very diverse crowd, and they're showing couples together. Um, so you know, I think it was just this whole inclusive love concept. Uh, but yes, the fourth wall break was very like, what was is out happening? There. And yeah. then oh. a, as we're doing that, all right. Hey, what romantic comedy has couples kind of breaking the fourth wall? And telling some sort of story like they did from Ted Lasso, from you know, Ted. and they were like, "Do you know what I'm talking about?" Couples specifically. Yeah. You, all right. So remember yeah, when they're I know what you're yeah. About, but couples what is so? What is that referencing? It's see. I don't know if it's couples though. Um, okay. Well, he's what just rom-com? Not that into you? I don't know. We don't know. They break the fourth wall in that, not like the characters. Ooh. She's just not that into you. There you go. Okay. She's got it. All right. Okay. Fine. Okay. All right. Katie will fact check that. Thank you for your um, addition. Yes. So we cut straight from the older couple in the, in the crowd to Ted and Rebecca. It's all but confirmed. She's texting about. Um, You've got mail. You know, we're, we're texting back and forth on banter. And then Ted is looking at his phone. And that's, I mean, that's got to be as forward as we've been with, okay, this is happening. It has um, to be, right? And then uh, it okay. has to be, right? I mean, it could I want to float it, conspiracy theories. Okay, okay, let's go. I want to float them. I just, I think, I, I think it's definitely Ted and Rebecca. So let me, let me preface this. However, let's see if this is a misdirect. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, we've already talked about him today. Coach Beard and Jane broke up like two episodes ago. He could be on banter now. Oh. The dude is smart. He can quote poetry. He can do oh, all that kind of stuff. What a redirect! What kind that of a twist? Would be. I'm just throwing that out there. That's Corey. my conspiracy. I don't think that's true. I, let me. I do not think that's true. Oh no! But no. now it's in the back of your head. No, see, uh, Winston is that on the, the table? I mean, no. I have like. When I have the LDN152 written down here, I, I put beside it, it said, talks like Ted, right? Because the, the messages that, you know, she receives, it is exactly what Ted would say, you know, in situations like that. But so, I don't Corey, disagree with Corey that. Corey has a good point. That's also how Coach Beard talks as well, though. I mean, you think about it, like, he's the, he's the beard to his lasso. <laughs> think about it. I mean, you even have the joke come in there. Hey, you never finished your joke, right? Well, what joke? Well, what does a British owl say? 
Worth the wait. Just immediately, just, yep, worth the wait. Okay. It holds more weight now, but I don't know. I could see it. Not really. I really can't, but I'm throwing it out there. That's going to be my conspiracy theory. I do not believe in QAnon. This theory is QAnon at this point. I don't believe in it, but I'm just going to put it out there to see what happens. I think this is going to be another rainbow situation Then I'm going to say that I called it the whole time. I'm going to say I called it the whole time. another rainbow situation. Oh yeah, yeah. This is another rainbow. Preacher. Could, I felt could be I wrong. felt so cool. I felt so good about that call with Dave because of the damn title. I felt so good about it. I, I actually did too. I was like, "Who? He's on to something." I mean, it it <laughs> made logical sense. Um, moving on. Uh, so then Ted is about to walk out to the pitch for the game, and Doc stops him and says, "Hey, how are you doing? Just checking on you." And I can't remember. I'm going to mess up the line because it's from the song, but he quotes under pressure. And uh, Doc gets it. Doc gets the reference. She says, so you're feeling under pressure. And I was just like, he's as much as they've got friction. And I hope we get a whole episode of them. I think we're going to at some point. It's got to happen, right? They've got all this friction building, but that she's kind of coming into, he's bringing her in and he, it's just kind of swaying back and forth right now. I love that little, little quick scene. It was perfect, though, but it goes directly to Winston's earlier point. He's still not trusting her. No. He's still not opening up. He's still not saying anything to her. He is still treating her like, hey, you're part of the team, but I'm going to keep you on the outskirts. You're, you're at arm's distance away from me. Like, yeah. you know, hey. And then, and then we did learn a little bit more about Coach Beard and about how he was a lumberjack champion at some point, which is pretty much awesome. Um, yeah. Five hits, right? <laughs> what was that? He said he's lived many lives. And I'm just like, Coach Beard is the most... Many int- lives, many masters. He's many the most, masters. most interesting man on the show, for sure. And maybe on the planet. It's possible. He oh, may yeah. have a future in Dos Equis announce, uh, sponsorship. You know what I'm saying? I like that call. Can I like that we, call. Can we, can we cross over? Brandon Hunt, if you're listening to this, this podcast, happen. which you're absolutely not doing that, if you are, <laughs> you need to reach out to Dos Equis because uh, there's an opportunity there. Winston, I'm assuming you played sports. If you didn't, it's fine. We'll just pretend you, that you did for this. I did. This, <laughs> I next, did. this next sequence I felt in my bones when Roy is on TV and they have some back and forth about what they think is going to happen this week. And then they, you know, I guess the, uh, one of the other announcers or whatever pundits is like, it looks really, really cold out there. I bet you don't miss that, Roy. And he says, he asked him to say it again. He said, I bet you don't miss that. And he said, I miss all of it. And I just, 18-year-old me, just uh, died inside a little bit. I miss it all. <sighs> so I wrote this down. And Van, this is directed to you. Uh-oh. Just because he talked a lot about, you know, like his, his fulfilling of a passion and just doing what he knew and what he was born to do, right? He was born to be in this game. And as much and as great as you were at soccer and, and baseball and everything else, your passion has always been superseded with music. Music has always been your passion. That's a fact. So you had to leave that, right? I mean, uh, you, you went, you moved to Nashville originally. That was, a, you know, a chasing the dream. Now yeah. there were some other things that kind of helped everything else, right? So talk to me a little bit about that. How did that be vulnerable with me, man. How did, uh, I mean, oh I'm, to, me, to me, looking at you, like, I yeah. immediately thought, dude, this Van went through this. That's a crazy... Like, I know for a fact Van has gone through this. That's a crazy thing. Wow. Yes. So I was in my third year. I was a junior in college. And uh, I had played, you know, my when I think back to my time playing soccer, high school was pretty much the epitome for me, <laughs> which is fine. And that's how most people's story goes. Um, I, I did play in college, it was just a whole different experience that uh, for many, many reasons, there was just always somebody bigger, stronger, faster, more skilled. It was just, that's just how it goes. Um, and yeah, I got to my junior year and I, I was like, I've got, I'm studying music business. This is really my passion and so- soccer is not that for me anymore in, in its current way. And I, I did, I, I stepped away and that was probably one of the toughest decisions of my life. I mean, at the time, it's it sounds silly, but to literally <clears throat> step away and say I'm I'm done playing this sport that I've played like my whole life for music, um, that was a crazy thing. That's very true, very true. Um, that being said, I do miss I do miss the glory days as we all do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go watch tape later or something like that. What do they say? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but when he said I, I miss all of it, it, it was a very nostalgic kind of like. I miss the teams and the, and the guys and the locker rooms and the traveling and everything, as I'm sure you guys do too. Oh, yeah. Um, 
nothing like getting on a submarine with like you know 150 of your closest friends and smelling them for yeah. nine months. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. They well, become close. I don't, I don't know if they start out that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you have no choice. All right. So Roy Jets. And was this your quote, Winston? Was this the one um, when, he's, when he's walking off the set? No, no. Because does I he think, make a reference? I think there? that was a reference there too. He's like Jeff. I've got to go or something like that. He's like, I have to, I have to, or something. I think that's also from a, a scene somewhere. Corey, do you know? I'm sure it is. It's I don't know, be. but I'm sure. It I is. didn't look that the, one up. The way that so. it was just posed and he like kind of turned and was like, I have to go. I, I, I felt like it was from a scene. That, that um, does kind of sound like it would be. Right. So he takes off, he gets in the cab, he overpays to get to the stadium. He gets on this little buggy after he wrecks his knee again. <laughs> Uh, by the way, John Lamond, I'm sorry. He's not playing. I, I know you kind of backtracked on that after the conversation, but he's playing days are done. The knee is. That was a pretty clear indication. Um, so he gets hey, well, the, him better on one is better than McAdoo on two. So, you know, <laughs> <to> see. <laughs> All right, so what did you guys think when he rolls up to the stadium? was one of my favorite interactions of, like, the, the whole series, honestly. Right, well, he, he pops it, his knee back in place right before he walks out. Yeah. And, but then he goes. Sorry. But then he goes to the. Uh, he gets to the gate, and the, there's the two security guards. And they're like, "Do you have? Oh, do you have a ticket?" It's like I'm Roy Kent. And he's like, yeah, maybe a little around the mouth. Yes, a little around the mouth. And he's like, "Can't come in without a ticket." So he goes to the box office, and then enter Reba, freaking McIntyre. Believe you're holding so, a ticket for Reba McIntyre. So gets it, welcome gets back, Reba. To the, he looks at that little kid. boy and he grunts like the most ferocious uh, grunt we've seen. Uh, he literally uh, like raised eyebrows and everything. It. He did. Kid he loved, loved every bit of it. Um, so, man, <laughs> to your to the thing that you like to talk about because I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'll, I want you to keep keep going with this because you talked about you know we talked about the Twitter thing with with Vincent e. Reynolds. Yes. Um, you know, hey, hit us up right now. What happened? So Tell me what happened? Reba Reba takes to Twitter and she posted a photo of like her with a soccer ball with the blue background with the Ted Lasso. She was like, uh, what did she, I can't remember what she said, but basically she was just endorsing the show. And again, the way that this show molds into real life is, it's just glorious. It, it's very interactive and you don't get that if you drop it all at once. That is one thing that we would miss out on is that I don't think we would get the same interaction. I think by expand, by, by, by stretching this out over 10 weeks, you get 10 weeks of people talking about your show. I understand it. Doesn't mean I have to accept it. We dedicated a whole podcast <laughs> segment to this, Corey. We've literally been doing this okay. for, five for, weeks for, now. for the sake of us. <laughs> fine. <laughs> so he gets up, he gets back up to the gate and he gives him the ticket and he says, F you. And he goes, It is you. <laughs> you had to hear him say, you had to hear him drop the F bomb to be like, Oh, this is you. Great. Cool. Um, also, fun little fact, Winston, you probably looked this up. Did you know the relationship between Higgins and his wife on the show in real life? No. That's his real life, real life wife. Real wife oh, is it in really? real life. Yes. Higgins and his wife on the show, they are married in real life. Very cool. Very, very wonder cool. If it's been, I wonder if it's been 29 years for them in real life, too. I'm, I'm all, that's a good point. It could, there could be some like you know, real life stuff that's been sprinkled in there. That um, would be cool. He probably does play the upright cello. By like oh, upright bass, whatever. Like, I bet to. there's a few he things. To, right? He probably right? they probably didn't meet with him with spiked rock hair, trying to you know trying to be a, a badass. I could see this. Um, uh, this is oh I love this. I love this avenue. I didn't that, even know that. Isn't that amazing? Beautiful. I saw mm -hmm. he I saw he tweeted out uh, after like week two or three. Oh, it was the Christmas episode. He was like, I'm so excited. My wife uh, gets to reprise her role as my TV wife uh, this week on the Christmas episode. So I thought that was a really cool thing. Um, and then la not last but not least, but I, you notice they're playing, she's a rainbow the entire last scene. So they're playing, you know, episode, the, the rainbow title of the episode and everything as they're riding in. But Winston, you want to close this out with that last line? The last line, uh, you had me at coach, just uh, which shut, of course is, just shut you up. had me at hello. You had me at coach. So, yeah, I want to venture a guess. As Corey, I already got one from. right. You got a guess. <laughs> uh, again, I know the line. I know it's, you had me at hello. I know, I, I know what it is. I know what it is, but I don't know what right. the movie is. Okay. I don't know okay. rom -coms. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Them. I'll give you a hint. Because we use it. it's the same movie we've said before on this one. It's, it's for the You Complete Me. 
Do you remember Harry Met Sally? All right, don't, I don't no. listen. <laughs> oh, it's Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire <laughs> I don't listen. Yeah, oh, it is. that was That's another a... Jerry Maguire. Oh, so he answered. He answered. Oh, when the he's call. walking out. Yeah. Okay. No, Hold you, on. You, so I... he said. He said. Um, oh shit! What was the first one from Jerry Maguire? You complete me. What was the one before yeah. that? Uh, the one before that. The first one. The first Jerry Maguire. Oh, the first Jerry Maguire was yeah. You complete me. Or you complete our team, which is you complete. Oh, oh, that's the same scene though. Is what I'm getting at. Is he says oh, you yeah. complete me, and then she says you shut up. You had me at hello. Yeah. It's two sides of the coin oh it's so good i used it both yeah all right so i super 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 feel good episode all the way through except nate the great at the end nate the great at the end is like damn they brought in the big dog the real big dog i'm thought i was the big dog all right so um let's let's put a bow on this because we've already gone way over time (laughs) um let's put a bow on this Where, where are we headed Ted, okay, or te, or te, Ted and Rebecca getting together. Yay or nay? Yeah. Yes, it's but I think, I think Sassy's going to have something to say about it. Oh, boy. Oh, God. You know, that's oh, no. I don't even want to unpack that love triangle. Oh, no. Because <laughs> we haven't seen her since, what, episode two? He wasn't ready. Um, <laughs> all right, so is Nate, how does Nate coexist with, uh, with Roy, the, the big dog? He didn't like it. He didn't like Roy's return. No. That face was not a happy face. It was not. I think they figured it out. Hey, I do. I think they figured the, it out. For the sake of this show, I think they figured it out, but there will be a clever way where we do it, and we go th- into the dark, dark forest, because the dark forest is never at the end or the beginning. It's always right in the middle. We have to go, go, through that, go through that dark forest first and then uh, get out the other side. Any other closing thoughts on this episode? Oh, it's such a great, great episode. Um, you had... All these multiple arcs play out, you know, Nate's and then the Rebecca Ted on banter, you know, Roy becoming Coach Roy, and even Isaac going getting out of yes. the, not being a not being too tense. So too tense. <laughs> Corey, you want to take? Uh, first of all, Winston, thank you very much for joining us. Thank uh, you for having me, guys. Seriously, yeah, um, absolutely. As always, before Corey closes us out here, you can check us out on all of our socials. I'm going to stop saying them out loud because. Nobody knew is following us and nobody cares anyway, so it's fine. Uh, Corey, Corey, take us out. <laughs> uh, and I'm the, I don't know them all anyway, so I couldn't even try. Uh, but yeah, hey, man, thanks, thanks for being on with us. I mean, hell of an episode to pick with us. I'll say it's the best episode yet until next week, and then I'll say that's the next best episode yet. Uh, Van actually teed this one up pretty well uh, for, for kind of what my, my closing quote uh, and stuff was. I was definitely going through the, through the dark forest. Uh, you know, the fairy tales do not start, nor do they end in the dark forest. They, uh, it's something that's always smack dab in the middle. Uh, but the thing that Van didn't say, and the thing that I think does need to be pushed out there, is it, it will all work out. Uh, maybe not how you think it will, or maybe not how it should, but it'll all work itself out the way it's supposed to. So just like, uh, just like Ted Lasso, it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. For Nate, it'll work out all like it's supposed to. And for whatever you may be going through, it'll all work out just like it's supposed to.